in your corner, saving one investor at a time, working for clients, not companies, all while bully-proofing portfolios, totally committed to sharing academic truths about investing, always representing Main Street and not Wall Street. It's your Sound Money team, and this is the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. It's very simple. When you come in to visit, there's no meter running. Leave your wallet and purse at home. We'll meet on a complimentary basis as many times as necessary to fully analyze your situation and complete a personalized income plan. And for your convenience, we have multiple locations. Milford's a home office on the east side. Love to see you there. But we have remote office locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the pond in Florence, Kentucky. And imagine this. You're going to meet one or all three of the guys that you make a connection with over the weeks, months, and years. Greg Barry or James, maybe all three of us, usually at least one of us. And we're not going to push you off into a junior advisor once you make a connection with us. We can help you with that 401k, 403b rollover. If you're not along with a company, we usually say, usually, it's better that you roll that out, take control of it into a traditional IRA. It's tax neutral, so you won't pay any taxes during the transfer, only when you withdraw it. Uh, we're not going to value you, like I said, based on your, the size of your wallet or purse. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Scroll about halfway down, you're going to see six retirement readiness modules. Test yourself. See how ready you are or think you are. Email us. We'll answer every single email at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now, 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. Greg Brown, what's going on today? Well, we're going to go over uh, the, the kind of old question. How much does it take to retire, to retire successfully? And you might be surprised. It's uh, typically not as much as you've been told out there by the, by the noise in the media. And as Barry mentioned, um, we have a process. It's a second opinion on the health of your wealth process. And when you come in, it'd be like having a cup of coffee with an old friend. You just uh, will share your pieces of your puzzle. We'll look at how uh, you're currently attempting to approach retirement. You know, what's the quality of the investments? Are they right for you? Do they need tweak, change, modified? Do they need replaced? We'll look at the costs, the uh, spreads, fees, margins, and loads that may be very well inside those funds of those investments and see if they line up with their true objectives. So we'll analyze those portfolios, look at your current investments, check out where you are in the concept of life insurance, if that's in place and if you have a need for it. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on long-term care? What if you had to go to a nursing home? Uh, are you prepared? It may not mean that you need insurance. It just means you need to have a plan. And that's the point. Having an overall, you know, a comprehensive financial plan that includes your income plan, the right investments for the right purpose. Everything should have a job description. And so for these reasons are the reasons that people oftentimes don't know exactly how much it takes to retire. So to retire or not to retire? Well, that's the question, isn't it? And the first question you might ask yourself, uh, whether you have enough to retire, enough cash. Now, a logical place to begin is, uh, well, what method should you be using to determine how much you'll need, how to feel comfortable about what decisions you make financially? And it's a choice you're making. You know, you either plan to succeed or not having a plan is a plan to fail. 
There's no reason for that. So when do you leave a career? What lifestyle do you seek to have in full retirement? And what is retirement going to last in terms of time? Do you know how long you'll be here? What is the rest of your forever and measured by time? Is it 30 years or more? You know, we ought to be prepared. If a 65-year-old is looking into downrange long-term retirement, probably ought to plan for 30 years. You know, it's a big decision, all this together. Chances are, if you've researched Google, um, how much you should save for retirement, you'll find at least, oh, a thousand articles, and several will say the number's a million. Many of them will say even more. Well, that could be a place for us to start because, in our opinion, there's no rule of thumb, there's no universal fit, everyone's unique, and we find every day, day after day, in working with folks just like you, that that number is your number. And it could be far from a million, even further from five million. You might be just fine where you're at with these other forms of income and don't need income from other investments or buckets of money. So, Barry, some thoughts that you might have. Well, number one, and this goes for a, a number of things in retirement, not just how much do you need. Everybody's different. There's no one size fit all. Uh, you hear a million dollars thrown around, but it, it depends on other sources of cash flow. It's all about cash flow in retirement. So what's your buckets? What's your sources? Some, uh, most of us will get Social Security. What about pension? They are going by the wayside, but what about pension and, and other sources? You might have a self-funded pension like an annuity that you that you purchased years ago that's going to be turned on as cash flow. Uh, uh, I mean, Susie Orman, if you listen to her, she says $5 million. And uh, that seems like a ridic- ridiculously high number. I don't know, for some people, maybe, if you need a lot of income. But it really uh, is is unique to each individual. Uh, for example, if I could mention my mother-in-law, she's 90 years old, and she lives on a Social Security check about $1,250 a month. So uh, it just depends. And, you know, if you if you want to retire and, and, and you, you might have enough, let's just step back and examine the whole situation on a one-on-one basis. So give us a call at 513-575-9654. Greg? Those are good points. And here are some questions you might ask yourself, um, because leading up to the break, we're going to come back and start addressing these very questions. One is, what are the best ways to determine whether you have enough money to retire? Uh, What do you see? You know, there's so many different answers out there when you're looking at this question. What do you see as being the best fit? We'll help you with that. We'll guide you through it. We'll coach you through it. Uh, We'll provide a complimentary appointment. We'll provide a a full financial plan on a complimentary basis. There's no obligation, just a little of your time and our time together to make sure that we're answering these questions, not in general, but as they specifically relate to you. Now, what components of your financial life should you be analyzing to examine just this question? Can you retire and live comfortably on less than a million dollars? Well, Sperry mentioned it's really based on your need, your cash flow need. Retirement's all about cash flow. It's that amount you need as to cover the gap between what you need monthly and your other sources of more foundational income like Social Security or pension. Whatever that gap is is precisely what we use the other assets you have invested properly according to a plan, according to a purpose of money to provide that cash. And many would say, well, how reliably? Based on what need of longevity? Well, exactly. There's some part of your money you shouldn't be willing to risk. There's some part of your money you should look at and deem it needs to be reliable and guaranteed, just like another Social Security check coming in, to provide you your cash flow. So you're not going to the mailbox wondering, well, I wonder if there's some money in it this month. Oh, sorry, honey, maybe next month. That's no way to have retirement. There's no peace or certainty in that. 
How much can you trust the rules of thumb? All these rules of thumb. Well, there's a rule of 100. 100 minus your age equals a number. For example, if I were 65, 100 minus 65 is 35. 35 might be the amount I have in risk. And the 65% may be the amount I have in certainty or safety or fully insured investments. Now, that's just another rule of thumb. Does it apply to you? Well, come on in and we'll find out because you should know you don't necessarily get redos at retirement. You should get it as right as you can going into it so you can enjoy it, not stress and fret over it. What happens if you underestimate how much you need for retirement? Let's just say I didn't say that. Okay. How far ahead should you start planning for retirement? It's never too early to do the right thing. It's never too late. How about now? Um, Most Americans are not prepared for retirement, not even saving anywhere close to it. Some of the reports you read about this will scare you. How can you determine how much longer you should work if you don't think you have enough currently? Well, what is enough? And have you done the math? And do you have a plan? Because it will work backwards and indicate exactly where you should be and what you should do. Um, Is there any specific age you should consider for retirement? Well, this and more we'll cover together. Barry. That's right. And in one point on, are you ready for retirement? Now, that's just not a financial question, Craig. Right. Mental question, because if you're working five days a week and putting in your 40 to 50 hours and all of a sudden that stops, you got to have a reason, Craig, to get out of bed in the morning, to stay engaged, sure to, have, to have self-worth. So, uh, I, as you know, Greg, I retired early. We, we had some businesses and uh, we got out of them. I retired at 40 for three years. Worst decision of my life. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to work as long as I can possibly do this job. For a number of people listening right now, that is their ticket. That's the same thing. It applies to them. So if you can learn something from that, we'll put together a plan. You can still work. Follow your passion. Maybe it's not about money anymore. Maybe it's only about money anymore. Um, we just need to work on that. And we'll work on that together. We're not like the other guys, if you say. We're the sound money investment advisors who work for clients, not companies. And we have this open-handed opportunity where we work through the entirety of a plan, assess where you're at, have recommendations of where to go. We don't hold anything back. We want you to see the value so that you can go in eyes wide open and no surprises. So that's our offer to help you along. And then you decide fully informed. And and, and there's absolutely no obligation. And at the very least, you're going to have a game plan, a roadmap to your retirement or whether you become clients or not. So schedule your visit. Very true. Now, when we return, of course, our goal today is give you the tools to help you ignore the outside noise and succeed on purpose. There's an idea. So stay tuned. How much does it take to retire? When we return, you're listening to Sound Money Investment Show on 55KRC. The talk station. Opinions expressed are solely those of Brown Financial Advisors and should not be interpreted as specific advice. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified investment advisors prior to implementation. Market-based investments involve risk and past performance is no guarantee of future results. Insurance-based investments offer guarantees based upon the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. All insurance, tax, and mortgage services are offered through Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted. Welcome back to Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. We are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, meaning we're not captive to a mothership with a certain set of tools, and we have a fiduciary responsibility 
to do what's best for you. So we're going to work for you as clients, not companies. So come on in, schedule a complimentary uh, visit by calling 513-575-9654. You're going to meet either Greg Berry or James and maybe some others, maybe all three of us. Uh, So you can visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. You can send us an email. We will answer every single one at team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now if you like at 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. Greg? Well, Barry, you mentioned uh, email us. We'll respond. We just got an email from a, a Judy. I mean, oh, Judith, sorry. And um, it's it's interesting. We have kind of an example we're going to throw around sometime during this segment. But um, she asked a specific question. How can you assure that someone will have a certain income instead of going to the mailbox wondering if, mm-hmm. uh, if I'm glad you're listening, wondering if there's money in the mailbox? Well, that's a good question. Here's an example. Using some of her own information, um, $24,000 a year in uh, retirement. So retired now, either he or she is 65, but that's beside the point. 24000 Social Security for her, 32000 a year for him. Now that's 56000 They say, okay, if we wanted 80000 a year, what's an example of money we don't have to worry about? Well, my follow-up question in, in just typing back was, give me an idea about how much you have to invest. Okay. She said, um, use $750,000. Okay. So that's, that's an amount that let's assume it's in an IRA. Okay. It's just retirement dollars. It doesn't matter if it's IRA, non-IRA, but just assume. Well, with $750,000, we know for a fact, Judith, there's a product that if you invest $555,000 of that, it will provide $30,000 a year, every year for the rest of your forever. So you don't have to worry about dying on time, you know, early, late on time. You know, running out of money before you run out of life and all those tongue-in-cheek expressions people hear about retirement. And you will have achieved the following. 30000 a year guaranteed from your, say, your second Social Security because you just bought this solution with cash. Pension. Self-funded pension. While you have a pulse, you have a paycheck. Hey, when you kick a bucket, whatever's left in the bucket goes to your beneficiaries too. All those, again, things and expressions. It's better <laughs> in that uh, this one is through private insurance. And uh, you only, you know, all of the, only those who pay play. So there's not a bad Monday or Black Friday board meeting that's going to just zap your retirement away from you or some um, government program that's going to say upon default that they can't quite fund your retirement. Really sorry about that. Nope, none of that. So um, fully insured, 30000 per year for the rest of your life. Now, based on the claims paying ability of an insurance company, and there are really good ones out there. So the 24000 plus the thirty-two, it's 56000 Social Security plus this thirty puts them at eighty-six. She wanted 80-something. There you go. Just a solution. Oh, by the way, that was only 555000 of the seven hundred and fifty. You still have about $200,000 that you could invest at risk. How much risk? As much as you can tolerate. Theoretically, you could take as much risk as there is out there because you just broke your dependency on this money. See, you had the cash flow you need, as Barry mentioned, cash flow for the rest of your life to meet the needs. So there's no bread, eggs, or milk dilemma here. You can invest the risk money and still grow it and hedge inflation too and have liquidity. Yeah, and Greg, uh, an extension on the example you just gave on the self-funded pension for 30000 for just a, a half point less in percentage, you can get a joint payout, so that, that check keeps coming until both your lives. 
have been gone, and then whatever's left will go to the beneficiary. So there's other options that make it as, well, better than a pension because you get to keep the money that's left. Very interesting, Barry. So what you're saying is if one of them gets hit by a butter truck, the old butter truck came around the corner again. Which, okay. I never heard of one, but go ahead. Yeah, butter truck, ice cream cream. Well, anyway, you, yes, you can still go to the mailbox and know with certainty there's a check in it with your name on it. Hello, retirement. It's good as long as you last, and that's the way we want it. And so these other resources are still invested. You know, your house, if it's paid off, you have that. Uh, If, you know, you pass, you have this, well, you Parting gifts and prizes. It's just you've done well. We can now plan for your your legacy. We can plan for your tax efficiency. We can plan for other things since we got past the biggest one, income plan. Income planning is part of your overall financial plan. So thank you for that email. It's better than a lot of things that we'll discuss. Probably just ad lib here. It's real life. So thank you, Judith. Well, let's go forward then. A couple things about this old, hey, may not take as much as you think. That was a perfect example. Was that a million dollars? No. Was it five million, Susie Ormond? No. It was just regular people retiring successfully on purpose with a plan that we just generated together kind of verbally, audibly over the radio. Now, that's not a specific recommendation for anyone listening. Call us. We'll work with you specifically. So don't take that as any broad brush recommendations. Everyone's life is much unique, more unique than that. So um, let's see. The right number to focus on. Let's take a gander at this. Since our show today centers around the idea that's been around for a while that you must have a million dollars, that's been debunked, right? But honestly, it makes total sense that you might need as much as you can put together without, you know, ruining your lifestyle, trying to prepare for saving the magical amount of money in that perfect portfolio and that perfect state of being. You know, there is not such thing as perfect. So we ought to just work perfectly together to perfectly well arrive at a plan as perfect as we can get it. Now, we don't mean to discredit how important it is for you to save money if you have this bogey in mind of a million or five million. Save as much as you can. Still live your life, you know, enjoy your family, do the things as a living benefit, this side of retirement that you want to accomplish. So on the other side of retirement, this side of eternity, you can enjoy a successful retirement. But whatever that number is, it's your number. And it's based on what you need after tax, spendable on a monthly basis, month after month, adjusted slightly for inflation. So that's what we're after. So don't don't worry about so much how much money you have to save. Worry about what you need to save based on reality, what you really need to save according to a plan. Yeah, let's take that a little bit further, Greg. Uh, while you're working, living in your normal, everyday life, you build a lifestyle that is almost solely based on cash flow, meaning that based on how much money you make, and bring home from your paycheck, you can then determine just how much you can spend on on everything from from what your life, your universe, your personal universe revolves around. For example, if you want to live lavishly, like many of us do, oh, not us, not me, but many people do, but you don't have enough money coming in every two weeks on a regular paycheck, then you're probably out of luck. You will be forced to develop a lifestyle that's a bit more frugal. So uh, one thing that people need to do or think about in retirement, besides staying active and being engaged in life, is you have to budget if you haven't already budgeted. A lot of people go through life, they have plenty of cash flow because they have money coming in. They don't budget that much. Well, you might really have to budget in retirement. So, um, Or you'll find yourself in bankrupt or serious debt, and you'll need to give Ramsey a call. Yes, and getting out of debt is the first step. And to do that, you have to have a budget. We're doing a little breakout session at church on um, the biblical 
facts about you know money and finance and those are very important. Uh, then moving forward, the play forward is how to invest properly. You know, in the Bible, the the, uh, the steward who buried their talent was kind of rebuked by the master. And uh, you think, hey, it's still there. It's safe and all. What are you mad at me? Well, it's what he or she didn't do with it to exponentialize it, make it grow, put it to work, make it usable and uh, kind of fruitful. But that aside, when it comes to the old budgeting, why would you um, treat yourself in retirement say any differently than you expected to enjoy yourself during the lifestyle of pre-retirement exactly need to plan in such a way you can keep on keeping on enjoying life as we know it here so you're still going to be spending money you're going to be paying bills you know living the normal regular monthly cash flow needs are still there based in basics for life so you should be treating your planning for the retirement the same way there are going to be bills there's going to be some net cash there's going to be some tax obligations there's going to be some surprises so now calculate right now calculate what your bills are running every month okay what are you spending on the fun stuff not just the have to stuff when you combine that together you've got a working cash need a requirement that is what your target is now don't forget one more time factor in some of the unpredictable well how can you know what you don't know imagine if if you ever played that game imagine if it's kind of fun but that's beside the point imagine if you had your heat and air system go out imagine if your roof keeps leaking and no one can figure out why and it's costing you tons of money what if your basement's leaking that's pretty more predictable like it's going to cost 10 to 15 to 20,000 to get it dry again can't sell your house unless it's perfect why sell a house you might want to downsize what is in your plan are you going to stay where you are, are you going to chase the kids as they travel across and move across the country and have grandchildren too these are all aspects of a plan. Believe it or not, I mean, we sound like psychologists and therapists, but there is a therapeutic aspect of money, and we see this often enough to know the questions to ask and share with you as we work through the mold that is to make your successful retirement picture. Here's a method you can use just where you stand. Because we want you to focus on your income needs and cash flow first, we want you to ignore the value and size of your portfolio just for a second. Here's a process we think you could follow that will help you look at the portfolio size at the right time, and only at the time when you know the knowledge of what it should be based on budgets and cost of living. That's pretty right. simple. So, so step one, Greg, rigorous budget exercise, not a flamboyant one or a loosely uh, designed one. Begin with something uh, you know that not a lot of people like to deal with. Like I just mentioned, uh, it might be particularly hard for a lot of people who have lived without a budget. If you've always made more money than you spent, and and uh, you were able to originally save, then it might be new to you. We want you to focus on the basics first. What is it going to cost you simply to pay the basic bills? Things like the mortgage, if you still have one. Hopefully you don't, but a lot of people do, or the electric bill. What about your cell phone, your cleaning service, uh, groceries? If you want to get technical, you could categorize these into expenses on a spreadsheet or a worksheet manual worksheet. Uh, Groceries are permanent. You're going to have to eat to live. Um, They are both, however, basics, examples of budget, Greg. So true. And uh, think long and hard about what you'll do for some fun. Uh, You know, it's time to remember one thing. Retirement, it's kind of like everyday Saturday. So if you work Monday through Friday throughout your career and uh, you likely didn't get to spend a whole lot of money during the weekdays, But likely when Saturday hits, especially when every day is a Saturday, you could go golfing Tuesdays at 10 or 11. And um, you know what? You have more opportunities to spend money. And those more opportunities to spend money could have you spending more of it more often. So think about when you golf, when you travel, 
uh, volunteer to do things, see the world, spend time with grandchildren, wherever they might be, wherever that will take you, and other leisurely things, what is it going to cost you? Well, we're on the cost side, the budget side. We're going to go on the income solution side when we return. And you're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55KRC. The talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show. Brown Financial Advisors, I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. Folks, we are a registered investment advisory firm. We're independent, and we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. So you come in to visit. We're going to work for you as clients, not companies. We have no mothership to report to. We are our own mothership. We have all the tools available for us to get the best possible solution for you. There's no meter running. Everything's on a complimentary basis. Sometimes we might meet several times. Uh, Usually it takes two or three appointments to fine-tune your personalized income plan, but it could take uh, upwards of uh, six appointments if that's what it takes. We have multiple locations for your convenience, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and across the river in Florence, Kentucky, you're going to meet one or all three of the guys, the advisors, the senior advisors at Brown Financial Advisors, Greg Barry or James, when you come in to visit, you're not going to uh, be pushed off to somebody you never heard of or never listened to on the radio. Because when you come in, you do make a connection with us if you if you listen for a long period of time. If you have a 401k, 403b, TSP, MOUSC, some kind of company plan, and you're no longer with that company, give us a call. We can help you roll that out, whether it's a traditional IRA, a Roth, whatever it needs to be to uh, give you complete control and invest it how you want to invest it. And even if you are employed, if you're over 59 and a half, a lot of plans will allow you to roll out a portion of it so you can get started and still contribute and still keep the plan going. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Shoot us over an email. We will answer every single one. Just like Judy a minute ago, team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Call the studio right now. You have about 25 minutes left. 513-749-5500. That's pound 550 on your AT&T wireless. And uh, as we are rounding out the second segment, you were talking about the tangible things uh, that you can, the physical things, the budget and things like that, that you can wrap your mind around and work on. But what about... Hey, Barry, on the expenses, did you hear Did you hear about um, the, the lady who her credit cards were stolen and, um, you know, it was ID theft, something happened. And, you know, she would not report them being stolen. Do you know why? I do not. Because the thieves were spending less money on the credit cards than her husband. So she was she thought, this worked really ah, well. Yeah, uh-huh. Small purchases not to set off alarms. Smart thieves, but yeah. I get it. Yeah, it's kind of a joke. But, uh, uh, and, and you also, used the husband as the spendthrift instead of the wife. Good call. Well, that was that was the heart of the matter. And oh, yeah, by Judy. It's we figured that one out. It's Judith. She goes by Judy, so it's all good. Okay, sorry, and, Judy. Yeah. Judith. Exactly. But nonetheless, it brings us into sort of an intangible. Greg likes to call it a tax. It sort of is because that word inflation, Greg. Even though it's been kept in control at two and a half to three percent, unlike some countries at what ten thousand percent, but um, it has been controlled and. Um, but without a doubt, everything that you're paying for now is going to go up in the future. Uh, this is a given. It's not often considered in the grand scheme of things. We do think about it, though, Greg. So calculate your withdrawal rate 
And when you think about that withdrawal rate, typically it's 4%. That's not written in stone either. It could be higher or lower depending on your your situation and your need. But uh, two, really three things you have to overcome. When you're retired, you have no income coming in, no W-2 wages, and you're picking at your retirement. Withdrawal rate, let's say it's 4%. Inflation, let's say it's 3%. That's 7 So you can't go too conservative or start eating into your nest egg. And that nasty taxes, if you have all tax deferred or mostly tax deferred, right? Yep, and that uh, invisible tax, by the way, you know, one simple explanation. When it's inflation, sometimes inflation is it's not driven when the cows are healthy. What do I mean by that? Well, the cost of burgers go up 30 40%. Why they go up? Because a politician maybe wanted to increase um, minimum wage by some good amount, 30 40 50%. So what happens is the proprietors have to pass it on down to the sales price of the consumer goods that all consumers pay. And what, what just went up, burgers, it, what, when consumables go up, that's a form of inflation. So oftentimes behind that is a tax. Did you say cows and that flatulent problem? Cow. Don't we have to get rid of those in 12 years? Oh, now you're getting to the, the EPA <laughs> concerned about the flatulation of cows affecting <laughs> the environment. Yes, Sorry, Barry. I shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, we, de- we, we <laughs> detour a bit here. Um, but it all works together here on the Sound Money Investment Show because the increase of cost is something you have to plan for as an expense on your budget so you can have enough income from investments working hard to outpace inflation. Do you want to match inflation, outpace moderately or significantly? Somewhere between moderately to significantly is a safer bet, if you will, because it's hard to ascertain exactly in your life cycles and ours too, first 10 years of retirement or the second 10. Will inflation be under control or will it spiral out of control? What does it mean to you in terms of cost? It costs more. And if most of your retirement is based on an IRA that's never been taxed before, you'll find yourself having to take out more money so that after tax you have the money you need still to survive. Oh, it looks like uh, we have a call, uh, Tommy, from Cummington about long-term care. Yeah, thanks for taking the call. Um, hey, um, yeah, this is just something I've been uh, uh, just mulling over for a while now. And uh, just the questions I have about it or uh, just – well, how much do you, you know, make sense, and at what point does a person simply have enough net worth to where it probably doesn't make sense to even have it because they've got enough money, mm-hmm. or or maybe they don't have enough money, so uh, just buying the insurance would be almost a burden. Yes, it I'm does. Just, I'm just kind of mulling this over. I've been studying on it the last year. I'm, I'm 61, so I'm at that age where a lot of people recommend you take a hard look at getting it. Very true. And how we approach it is after age 55, we get more serious about at least kind of like a quarterback doing a check like before an audible to see should we actually implement some long-term care insurance in the lives of our client, you know, and make it a recommendation. Well, we assess your net cash flow that you have just generally speaking, whatever it takes to make it each month minus those foundational incomes, then you have your gap. If your gap is easily overcome by just a very low return uh, from your investments, where you don't have to take much risk at all. If you're in that scenario and everything's being met nicely in your projection of retirement, and there seems to be an excess, you know, withstanding life's surprises, including a long-term care stay, then we look at, is that nest egg 500000 and above? That leaves you at a break point of considering, uh, depending on spouse's source of income, the amount that, say, a uh, spouse would have in your absence if you went to a nursing home versus vice versa. 
see, we look at the surviving amount of income in the home. If it can still make ends meet, pay the property tax, maintain the home that's been paid off for maybe a decade or so, and still have, you know, lifestyle support, then you are a candidate for self-insuring, if you will, not having an insurance policy to do it. Um, if you have a good understanding with your family that uh, the adult children will take care of mom and dad in later times, and that plan works well. Everyone loves each other enough generally to agree to that methodology, except for until the first diaper change, to be frank about it. It, it starts to get a little more traumatic and yeah, uncertain. And, and, Greg, there's other ways to protect your assets, uh, if that's your goal, uh, from spin down and, and losing all your retirement. There's other ways to do that besides paying for expensive long-term care insurance that you have to qualify for on a lose it or use it basis. Yes, very true. And uh, some examples, there are life insurance policies that will allow you access up to 60% of the death benefit as a living benefit to offset or pay the cost of long-term care. If it's a second to die policy constructed for both participants, husband and wife doesn't pay a death benefit until both have passed. However, has this accessibility for purposes of long-term care. There are so many uh, approaches, including, again, no insurance at all. And, of course, uh, an insurance agent, now, of course, I sh- should say I'm not picking on anyone here, but they will have a, a, a goal, an objective to solve for it with insurance. We're holistic planners, and that's insurance investments, investment management, financial planning, estate planning, the insurance all together. So we'll, we'll come along as a financial fiduciary and approach it with where are you, what is the concern, what are the resources, and what do you really need and then put it in, here's, here's recommendation one, here's number two, like plan A, plan B, plan C. We don't want anyone to be startled or surprised by just waiting till it happens to then reach into their back pocket for their plan. So it doesn't always include insurance. It's a great question. It's very situational, and we would love to visit with you, sit down and go over it, and provide specific recommendations for your needs. Yeah, like you say, it's very situational. Uh, you know, with the assumption that, say, someone's single, and either doesn't have family to care for them or certainly doesn't want them to be in that position. Yes. That would be primarily where I'm coming from. You know, I am single, but, I mean, as far as having a family member to have to, you know, I wouldn't want that. to have, I mean, they I mean, can visit me, but I don't, you know, I, I would want to have the care arranged through my own assets. If it came down to that, you don't know how you're going to go out. That's the thing, man. True. You, know? True. <laughs> it's just, you start bumming this stuff over and... uh and then a long-term care, every year you wait getting it, it gets more and more expensive to the point to where I get friends in their 70s said, I waited too long. It's too, too late for me. Yep. It costs too much. And the cost anyway. comes out of the cash flow of that, that lifestyle. You know, you mentioned um, assets. Um, there's, there are asset-based solutions where another form of life insurance, other than just straight-up long-term care insurance, will be structured in a way like um, if you had dormant assets that you weren't depending on specifically, say $100,000, and a 65-year-old, in, in this example, we'll go with 61, your age, um, healthy to standard, you know, nothing really horribly going on, um, can end up getting day one, that 100000 being in the range of three hundred to 400000 of long-term care benefit and buying up about two hundred to two and a quarter of death benefit all in one chassis. The $100,000 provided this three-pronged approach. Number one, a few years later, you could get 100000 of your money back, all of it back, if you decided to go another way, take your ball and go home. Few policies let you do that without, you know, a kind of a, um, surrender. a surrender charge. Well, the second is if you never go to a nursing home, it's like, gosh, I'm, I wish I hadn't paid for something I never needed. Mm-hmm. Well, 
All you have to do is die, and it'll still pay the tax-free death benefit of many times over what your money invested is. And then, of course, last but not least, but first, really, is long-term care. You have three hundred plus to four hundred thousand dollars worth of long-term care benefits in that policy, prepaid, to go in that direction with none of your other assets or income uh, affected. So, I mean, we could go on for a half hour on this one, and but you right, already said right. it. anyway, it's, it's yeah. individual. And uh, you know, do you have family? Not family. Not married. Might marry again. Don't know. Well, if you do later. It could make a difference on what you decided to do a few years earlier on solving for this. So we even take that in consideration. But really, thank you for your question, Tommy. Under yeah, under right. addressed subject matter for sure. Thanks, Tommy. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. Bye bye. All right, time for a call. break. Yep, good time for the break, and uh, we're going to continue with how much does it really take to retire and more. You're listening to Sound Money Investment Show right here on 55 KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown. And I'm Barry Parnell. And folks, we're going to work for you as clients, not companies, because we have a fiduciary responsibility to do what's in your best interest. We are a registered investment advisor firm. We're independent. We are the mothership. We're not captive to one. So give us a call at 513-575-9654. Come in. We're going to fully analyze your situation. Complimentary, no matter how long it takes to fully analyze and complete a personalized income plan for you. We have multiple locations, Milford, Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Visit our website at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email is team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. We're going to answer every single one, just like Judith. And uh, Greg, where were we? Well, we were talking about those hard expenses, and then it kind of transitioned into the other costs that hidden and elusive one called inflation that still takes real money to combat. And now transitioning into a little bit of talk about income itself. So let's say that you've determined that you have the ability to spend. <laughs> I like how this is, you know, you have the ability to spend 6000 per month to cover the basics and joy of life. That basically means you need six grand a month and it needs to be after tax and needs to be spendable. Well, <laughs> take that number, multiply it by a simple number of 12, as in months in the year, you get 72000 spendable cold hard cash money you need or you've not done something you otherwise want to do and uh, 72,000 all we need to do now is subtract those other types of paychecks in your life so if you need 72,000 but you're receiving you know so much in social security and so much maybe in a pension and um, well let's say that uh, the bottom line is that you, you need 32,000 a year okay out of 72 all your other income is 40 that leaves a gap of 32,000 a year that's what we call the annual income gap itself. That number right here, ladies and gentlemen, that's an important number. As equally important, if not more important, is the amount of money you now have saved to produce that paycheck, right? So this is where it gets a bit gray, depending on who you talk to. How much money do you need to create that paycheck? Well, Judy and or Judith, she helped us out earlier with her example. So thank you again for that. It was perfect timing, perfect context with our meeting today, and that is... That uh, in, in their case, they wanted to hit about 80000 something. They had 52 between them in foundational income. So 30 or more would get them way into the high cotton. And we mentioned that $555,000 of a fully insured product would get them 30000 a year for the rest of their forever. And they're, they're done. They did it. And they could still have nearly $200,000 to invest. Well, in this example, let's imagine that this somebody had $850,000 saved. You know, not quite a million. 
take 32,000 and divide it by 850,000, 32,000 is the gap, and you get a mathematical number, 3.7%. That's the same as saying if you needed a return of 3.7% or better, well, 3.7% times 850 gives you the 32,000 that you need as cash flow every year for the rest of your forever. And there are studies and research that say that if you have, say, this amount of money and you were to stay growth-oriented in equity-based investing in the market and you would just take the ebbs and the flows, the ups and the downs, and not get all bent out of shape, that it would last 30 years. Now, we like to add a little more certainty to it, focus on the right risks so you can handle it better so you know you don't have a stomach acid and sleepless nights before it's all said and done, and you still succeed on purpose. But we believe, again, in our opinion here, the withdrawal rate that we're, we're comfortable with is upwards to 4.5% uh, annually or below, and you're good. You get above that, you have to really be careful with your math and your planning and, and how you're producing that. Is it fully insured, or is it just the market up, down, sideways, and you hope it works out? Or as we believe, it's a balanced attack, a balanced investment plan. You should be able to set up with planning, with an advocate like us, and have a secure and reliable retirement future. That's right. And let's consider this, risk tolerance, which is very important in the whole universe of retirement. But over time, historically, history will tell us that the risk you take is going to be rewarded by a higher return than less risk. So uh, we would argue that we help our clients set up their plan for withdrawing, you know, to cover that income gap. Now, some people that need more gray, they have to take more risk. So uh, that plays a huge role uh, of not running out of money before you run out of life. So, uh, you know, when someone has a lower withdrawal rate, they can be more conservative. If you're lucky enough, you have enough money where you don't have to risk it at all, which is very few of us, where uh, you can just pick at it and hopefully not run out. Usually you need to take some risk. But how much risk and how much of your money do you want to risk? Usually we like a balanced attack. And keep in mind that everything's hypothetical. Like uh, Tommy just called and talked about long-term care, which can throw a curveball in the life of many when someone does have to go to a long-term care facility and its assets are subject to spend down. Gray? There's so many variables when it comes down to it. Like you are mentioning, you know, the long-term care. Tommy called income, income needs. What about increasing expenses? How about medical expenses to crop up? Home maintenance, need to add a third garage. Uh, you just, it goes on and on, things that will come out. You're trying to help uh, some children along life's journey. You have unforeseen tax burdens, increasing tax rates, starting to target retirees, which have been kind of more so in the shadows and the clear in past generations. How about the loss of a spouse, the premature death? Again, we all believe it's premature. I'm sure you agree. But what impact on didn't get to finish well, didn't get to keep saving as much because that income was lost. What about income loss in full retirement? One of the spouses loses a Social Security check. Maybe there's a, a compromise on a pension. There wasn't a 100% spousal benefit involved in survivor's benefit on the pension selection a few years earlier. That's why we're here. If you're confronting what to do with the best way to maximize your Social Security, we'll help you with that. We'll run a report, make it part of your financial plan, your income plan. If you're out there and you're, you're entertaining a buyout from the company, um, you're looking at a lump sum pension option versus taking a pension check or any combination, We'll run the numbers together. We'll project out what's appropriate for you and make a strong and specific recommendation that's yours and yours alone to be implemented. So these are just some of the thoughts that you run into 
Barry, but you know, what should folks do? Yeah, let's say let's say you're a salesman for a living, um, but at home you're planning to adding some additions to you to your home, maybe a three car garage or a sunroom. Would you do the addition yourself? Some would, I guess, or consult a contractor who does it for a living. The same should be said for your financial planning. Now, Greg, there's plenty of do-it-yourselfers out there. We know that. Or maybe they're half do-it-yourselfers. But if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So I would ask the following questions uh, of my current relationship where I sought out any retirement planning experts. For example, have I ever asked my current advisor how they would handle my situation if I retired? What did they say? Does my financial advisor handle only retirement age individuals? What type of process does my financial advisor or advisory group have to help their clients plan for retirement? Are they knowledgeable in all areas? Holistic, Greg's favorite word, we offer everything in the realm of retirement. Are they holistic? Are they just do insurance? Just do market? Do they offer trust advice or legal advice with an associate attorney? Do they have access to all retirement vehicles? Greg? Good, good point. We call ourselves, in a way, the Mayo Clinic of Financial Services. We'll do the diagnostics and issue the treatment plan and execute all the above. You know, at the end of the day, you do owe it to yourself and your family to have a retirement income specialist. After all, who out there still goes to a pediatrician, right? You need a specialist in this area, this financial phase of life, too. Retirement shouldn't be done half-heartedly or half-wittedly. So our suggestion, call us, allow us to go over your goals, objectives. Perhaps we can and we will help by shedding light on whether you can retire now, soon, or down the road, and what it takes. Don't procrastinate. Don't procrastinate. You know, if you knew right now, 10 years ago, would today be different? Well, we can help you with your knowledge now and forward so that 10 years from now, when you look back, you'll say, that was a well-done decision, that we can work together, put the information forward, and be successful in purpose. What have you been working and saving money for all these years, after all? If your goal is to retire, and you simply aren't sure whether you have enough, well, how about some guidance? Allow us to help. It's complimentary. That means no obligation. We believe you need a plan and an unbiased approach from a professional guide. We can help. We can help you with those decisions that will benefit you, your family, and, of course, your money. Schedule a complimentary consultation today to build your strategy. Give us a call at 513-575-9654. Again, Five seven five nine six five four, or visit us online at brownfinancialadvisors.com. We look forward to seeing you soon. Three quick points on what do you need to retire. Let's think of retire later. Uh, many, many Americans decide or need to retire later in life. How about save more? If you can save more, put in more. If you know you're retiring in the next three or four years, try to save more so your budget will be easier to budget. Also, plan ahead. That's where we come in, Greg. Plan ahead. Yep. We'll get a complimentary plan, a financial plan, income plan together. We'll assess where you're at, your current investments. They may not align with your objectives. Isn't it now time to know that? So um, other things to keep in mind, you're looking for a tax-free retirement? Well, if you're 10 years out from retirement, we can help shape that too. Maximizing Roth conversions, Roth contributions, other strong methods of retirement planning. Well, Barry, yeah, and, there, and there's nothing wrong with a balanced attack. In closing, uh, which half of your money do you want to, want to lose? If you got 500, maybe you do two or 300 or two and a half uh, or 250 into safety. But on behalf of Greg Brown, James Borth, and myself, the Kentucky and Barry Bernard, thanks for listening. Have a great week, and remember this: sound money, where good things are believable, 
achievable and true for you.